Hey guys, you're listening to Chaos and Mayhem, a podcast about fundamentalists, cults, and conspiracies. Our first episode is going to be about Warren Jeff, the prophet. I'm Olivia, and I'm with my husband Dallas, and I'm obsessed with all things culty and cultish, and why not make a podcast about it? Right, Dallas? Absolutely. Why not? He's writing <laughs> something down on a piece of paper right now. So he might not seem that interested. This is our second time also recording this because we can't stop laughing. And hopefully we got the giggles out and we're good to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. I that's his favorite word. Take I a think... shot every time Dallas says absolutely. That's interesting. Or wow. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll die, You'll die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... I was going to be like, in the first episode, I was like, so Dallas, do you know what Warren Jeff is Or in our first trial of this? And he really did not know. But now he knows a little bit, and we're starting over. So he knows a little bit about him now. But I'll tell you guys about him. Uh, Warren Jeff is, he is a polygamist and a leader of the FLDS church, which the FLDS just stands for Fundamentalist Church. And, um, I already forgot what I was going to say. I'm not starting this over, so we're going to roll with this. So, Warren was the son of Roland Jeff and Marilyn Steed Jeff. And his whole name is Warren Steed Jeffs. So, his middle name is Steed. His mom's maiden name is Steed. So, I don't know if there's a thing in polygamy where they name their children, or not polygamy, because polyg- there's a lot of different types of polygamists and polygamy, but in this specific um, religion, I don't know if they named their children with middle names as their mom's maiden name to know who the mom was because they had so many wives. I'm not sure, but that's what I'm thinking. I was uh, hopefully trying to research that. But He's Googling it right we'll now see. to find out. Anyways. His dad, Roland, was born um, in 1909. He died in 2002. But before he passed away, he was the prophet. and the pres- Not really the prophet. He was the leader of the FLDS church. And he had multiple wives. I think he had like 89 wives. And he had... It was a big culture. A lot of people the same religion. There was kids... Multiple wives with multiple multiple men had to multiple different wives. And everyone will report, if you like do your research, they'll say that when Roland was leader, it was not like it was when Warren became leader. So it was kind of like having a decent president and then going to a bad president. Kind of. It was like peaceful and like still controlling and manipulative. But like they saw it as like everything they were doing they were doing for a region, reason. Like, they were going to go to heaven and right. everything like this. And then it just completely changed on a drop of a hat. Kind of slowly, but yes. Like, right. Jeff was such a... Warren... I'm going to refer to Warren Jeffs as Jeff a lot. Because if you also Google him, it refers to him as Jeff. So, anyway. Jeff would sl- manipulate so many people. Roland spoiled him. He had a... Jeff had another brother. And he would let, Roland, his father, would let Jeff bully and hit and abuse his younger brother all the time. And other kids at school. He had power. That's wild. He got away with stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot. 
So he was like that bully outcast kid that was... No, he was no. not an outcast. Everyone worshipped him. Okay. Like, they so. worshipped... He could do nothing wrong. Okay, gotcha. So like your quarterback on the football team at a high school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said in our first time trying to uh, film this that he's like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. So if you've seen Game of Thrones, that's how he was. Like, everyone... But except for no one hated him. Like, they loved him. As if the people loved Joffrey from Game of Thrones. We're just going to pretend. Dallas hasn't watched Game of Thrones yet, and I just now started watching it. And I'm obsessed, so. Got him on the brain. <laughs> but when Roland died in 2002, Jeff immediately took over the church. Because Roland already told him as a child he was the prophet. And he was going to be the prophet. Um... Of God. And that he was going to rule the church. Wasn't he, uh, before his dad's death, the counselor to the church leader? Yes. Yes, he was. Like, that's... And he was the principal of the school. I think at, like, 16. So, those of you who don't know, um, which I'm not even sure myself, but all the people who who went to the same church, they decided to, like, gather all their land and they created the UEP, which is the United... Effort Plan. The United Effort Plan. Yes, the United Effort Plan, where they put basically all their land, they gave all the deeds and signed it into a church trust, so the leader of the church owned all that land. Mm -hmm. And then they had a school built, and they they owned from, like, Utah, Arizona, Colorado City. Like, it was like 100 million acres. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, at the school, when Jeff was 16, he was already principal. That's wild. Yeah, he was principal. And remember, he, um, it's just insane. Oh, I forgot to give you all a disclaimer. Disclaimer, guys, this is going to talk about sexual assaults, suicide, and the R word. So, anyway. If that is an issue with you, please. I mean, we're not going to go into detail, but just as a warning. Well, when he was principal, there was, like, reports where he would pull kids out and molest them in his office. That's awful. Take a shot, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and the teachers, like, they did not disrupt class or stop when he walked in. Like, they continued to teach. And he'd just walk in, tap their shoulder, and walk out. So he was like, it was almost as if, like, what he was doing, like, nobody, everybody just shunned away and, like, shielded their eyes. Yeah, but they didn't know that he was doing that. Right. So. Well, I'm saying, like, like him, some co- kids, him coming in the classroom was, yeah. like, everybody shielded their eyes and, like, Yeah, like, kids would be would excited for, him to, for them to pick him. Right. Because they did not know what was going to happen. Oh, wow. They're like, oh, my gosh, the prophet's going to choose me. If that's oh, what wow. That's what they, yeah. They did not know. But when his dad, Roland, passed away, he, like, I know, it's like, well, it's 12 a.m., so I understand. Oh, me yawning? Yeah. Well, he, when his dad passed away, he had, like, one week, and he married all of his dad's wives. And he told his dad's wives, he was like, quote, 
you women will live as the father is still alive and in the next room. And Warren married all of them, but two. One ran away, which is like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting out. Survival plan. Yeah, and the other girl just refused to marry him. And so Warren punished her by making it to where she can never marry anyone again. Because he was over who got married. Since he was the one, he was the priest, he basically controlled if you're going to marry someone or not. So he could approve a marriage. He could decline a marriage. He could decide, hey, your wife and kids are no longer your wife and kids, and I'm giving them to this man. And that's and, just now his wife and kids. And he, he that's would... punishment. Right. And he would also marry underage kids, right? Like, yes. Like, child... That's one of the counts why he's in prison right now for child um, brides. Yeah. I see where he was married to a 12-year-old yes, at one time. That was his youngest... His youngest wife was 12 years old, and that was right before he, uh, like, got caught to go to, and he went into jail. And he, we have a ghost, guys. That was so <laughs> um, he married her and consummated the marriage and, like, sexually assaulted her because she did not want to consummate the marriage. She was, like, R word. And, she told people, like, when she got... So, after he got captured and she... People would ask her about it, like, caseworkers. She told caseworkers that the Heavenly Father is the one that tells Warren when a girl is ready to get married. And that justified everything that he did to her. Because she was brainwashed. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. But he had a nephew... So, his nephew was named Brent. Mm-hmm. And there's a documentary on Discover Plus. It's like a TV series for cults. Um, I'm going to put every all of our sources in the description after the end of this. And in that, he talks about... Brent is actually in there. And his brother. So, you know his younger brother I was telling you about he would beat up? Yeah. He um, would... He got out. Eventually, because he took his wife. What? Jeff took his brother's wife and kids from him. Okay. I don't don't think you described this in this recording of who Brent is and all that. Yeah, I know. I I got ahead of myself. Yeah. So, (laughs) hey, back to his brother. Jeff's brother. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, like, married his wife and kids to someone else. Right. And Jeff's brother got out. And he did not want his daughters to go through that. And he, like, had to get child services involved and fought so hard just to get his daughters out of there. And when he got his daughters, their daughters were, like, 13 and younger. And they were, like, so brainwashed that they thought his dad was a bad person. They were so mad that his dad got custody of them. That's awful. Yes. Well, now, Jeff, Warren Jeff's nephew, his name's Brent. He was... Five years old in a classroom when Jeff took him and sexually assaulted him. That's wild. And he did not tell anyone. Take a shot. Dallas is <laughs> saying something funny to me. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. It is. So, Brent was sexually assaulted when he was five by him at that school. And there was... No one talked about it to anyone else if they were sexually assaulted by him or touched or anything. It was like something... 
No, how dare, like, he would never do that. Right. And if he, and if something did happen, the Heavenly Father wanted him to. Right. Well, when, like, 20 years goes by and Brent's older, and this happened more than once, too. He was actually assaulted more than once, not just one time. And he had a younger brother. Mm. 20 years went by, and his younger brother consoled in him that he was sexually assaulted, too. That's insane. And then he, not shortly after telling his brother that, mm-hmm. he killed himself. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Well, anyway, back to the 12-year-old bride. Um, he would have these things called heavenly sessions mm-hmm. where he would have children mm-hmm. come into a room mm-hmm. and have sex. So, sounds like he was just And he would a tape it and audio it. He was a pedophile. Well, obviously, but you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, he was just like... It sounds like his a lot of his uh, life Fetishes? was like sex, you know? Yes. Like, like, he's like a sex narcissist. Right. Like, all he wants Like a to sex be. addict. Yes, that's exactly. And he... He's just weird. I don't understand how, like, he can manipulate all these people... And they're thinking, like, this is okay. Because obviously he had, like, 60 kids and, like, was it 90 wives or 80 wives? Like, a lot He had, like, 89 wives. Yeah. No one gives you an exact number. Right. Obviously, it was, like, a very broad and a lot of people. So, obviously, he was... I, I imagine if a lot of these people came out saying that they were sexually assaulted or sexually abused or molested or whatever, then he was doing it a lot so he's was probably a sex addict yeah oh and when there was a warrant for his arrest like he fled oh of course and (laughs) everyone for years like even the police offices in utah and the land that he owned was with him they were also polygamists really so if you were abused and you went to the police they could shun you and kick you out and make you disown you from your whole family this this was like the whole community Right. Hospitals, doctors. So, so, like, that's why he got away with it for like, so many years. Like, if you years. were us and we were driving through, just driving through a community. Uh-huh. Um, and we were speeding or listening to music that they didn't like. They could, like, throw a rock at our windshield and bust our windshield. And we could call the cops and they would not do anything. Because the cops were on their side? Yes. So, it was like a, like a small town, basically, kind of deal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, I was talking to uh, Shelby about this. Mm-hmm. Shelby has Dallas's older sister, guys. And I was telling her, I was like, I want to do a podcast about cults. I want to do, like, one on Warren Jeffs. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I got to tell you something. When she, which she used to live in Utah. She was driving in Utah. I need to ask her where, what part. But she was driving through Utah. Um, not where she lives. It's like a different area. And she got pulled over for speeding, and she remembers the cop telling her, Warren Jeff doesn't like people who speed. That's wild. He's like, Jeff doesn't like, you know, Jeff doesn't like people speeding over here. And she was like, she told me that she didn't know who he was. She's like, okay, who is that? Like, (laughs) she's like, the fuck? Like, is that like the police person over the police department or something? Mm-hmm. She didn't think about it till like, I talked to her. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah, I know that's a long time ago. I know it says here that he owned some land in Hilldale, Utah, so that it could have been close to there, potentially. 
I don't I've never heard of Hill though. Yeah. And then when he got into custody, so now in 2011, they came out with a statement saying that majority of the land they're going to try to sell back to the people who originally lived on it. Uh-huh. Um but that's just crazy that a lot of people lost their lands because they technically did not own it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, in his trial, so he got life in prison plus 20 years. Right. And in his trial, he admitted to um, having, you know, uh, sexual encounters with his sister and his daughter, which is, like, deemed immoral. Wow. Yeah, it's just crazy. And they would listen to the sex audio, the sex tapes and the audio at court. This is wild. <laughs> that was, take, take a shot. <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through like having doing a podcast. I told, I warned everybody, do not take a shot because they will end up having alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Dallas is really interested in this if you could see his face. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that Hillsdale, Utah, uh, is like on the very southern border of Utah, so like it's right next to Arizona. So that's probably why he had they had land like in multiple states because yeah. like it was like on the border of the state already. So it probably wasn't that hard to own that much land and it be like that close together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess not. I don't... It was close. Right. Yeah, like, but he basically owned, like, a whole section. So, um, are you eating a chip? <laughs> Dallas <laughs> wants to give y'all a little bit of ASMR real quick. No. <laughs> uh, anyway. Jeff, um, he's racist and a homophobic, as we already probably know. Like, I think you said in our last recording when we were trying to do this. Right. Like, it makes sense that he's a racist because it's He's like, white privileged. Well, it's like <laughs> another way to control him. It's like, hey, you have to be the same, like, you you have to be the same skin color. Like, you can't, you have to wear the same thing. You have, everybody has to look the same. Like, it was part of that control of, like, you can't be different. You can't try and do your own thing and have different ideas yes. and and you have to be underneath his command because he's the prophet of god so he would have seasons where he would change he basically had a uniform like you can only wear these colors right and i, I noticed in a lot of pictures online if you look at it like his whole family would wear the exact same thing yeah they would wear the same hairstyle too they right. were not allowed to change their hair yes And then this is what he had to say about homosexuality. He said, it's like murder. In quotes, the worst evil act you can do next to murder. Isn't that insane? He said, in quote, whenever people commit that sin, then the Lord destroys them. First of all. That's really weird because he did did a lot of sexual abuse on. Exactly. uh, That's a little hypocritical. Right. Okay. That's a little hypocritical. And also. If all sin is like murder, and doesn't God forgive all sin, and all sin is equal, no one, one not one sin is greater than the other. Like that's hypocritical too. Right. Well, that that's part of his, you know, manipulation tactic and and being the prophet of God, and, and like he picks and chooses the rules essentially. 
Yes. Oh, and when he uh, sexually assaulted his nephew Brent, uh-huh. this is what he said. This is what he told Brent. This is between me and you and God. That sounds like that probably sounds like something he would say to everybody, you know? Cause yes. Like, he he would probably try to convince them that this just stays between me, you, and God. Like this is between me and you. And, God. and then Jeff had a niece who came out and mm-hmm. said that when she was seven, he would make her sit on her lap and he would do inappropriate things. Oh wow! But that's all that she would said. Huh? Yes. And that she would always sob all the time about it, and that in the courtroom she was sobbing like went to like put him like in mm-hmm. prison. She cried so hard in the courtroom that the prosecutor stopped questioning her and didn't ask for details. That's insane. So, so that, that means that... Those that inappropriate ju- things were so bad. Right. Well, that means that it did enough justice for her to, like, for the jury to, like, understand, like, obviously she's sitting here sobbing and crying and, like, you know... Yes. And then this is what he has to say. This is him. This is an example of him being racist. He said... Um, this is what he said about black people. He said, um, Dallas, are you doing ASMR? No, I'm just trying to. Oh, see, I have it on my at computer. He's going to look at my, because he's going to yeah. look at my screen. He said that black people are how the devil has always been able to bring evil onto the earth. Yes. And like. So basically, it sounds like he was trying to make anything that was different evil. So that way yeah. you wouldn't be different. You would think the same. You would follow his command because he's a prophet of God. You have to be underneath his command and do everything that he says. Yes. And you know what's crazy to me? What? Till this day, there are still people who worship him from prison. That's he insane. still has a cult from the inside of prison. That sounds about right. Yes. Usually, um, don't they say like the uh, mob and like the uh, gang mafias and all that? They still have like a gang and a cult that believes in them outside of prison. Have you ever heard of that? I think, yeah, I have heard about yeah. that. It's like the, the cult still lives on without them because they're like honoring them. Well, he's still. So, guys, y'all should watch this documentary on Discover Plus called Keep Sweet. And it has, like, it's non-biased. So you have, like, two people on two different sides. You have one person who has left the cult, and they talk about the bad things and horrible things that they have done. And you have a person who's upset that Jeff is in prison and that, oh, there's all these allegations about him. So they won't even let them watch TV to know what's going on. So these people that are still believing him don't even know. Like, they hear that, oh, he's falsely accused. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not allowed to know all the evidence that they have, have against him and what he's done. Right. And they would tell the girls on their wall in their room would say, keep sweet, because it's supposed to be a reminder to them that if you get abused or hit or anything, oh, you're supposed to be nice so, like, and be you, sweet. You'd have sweet. to, like, wear a mask and, like, always Well, it's be COVID nice. time, so people might think you actually mean wear well, a mask. no, I mean, like. Theoretic, or not theoretic. Metaphorically. Metaphorically, like, you'd have to wear a mask and, like, be pretty and, like, hide your Yeah, so if, like, uh, a girl got slapped, she was supposed to be like, oh, yes, I deserve that. I'm so sorry. That was my fault. Mm -hmm. And just be nice. Right. She couldn't, like, hit back or argue against that. (sighs) It gets deeper than this. I wish I had a lot more facts, but he was just an awful person. 
Well, it also sounds like a lot of the facts were kind of like swept under the rug because it was kind of like we have enough like data and witnesses to say, hey, he he was a bad man and this, that, and the other, you know? Yes. So it was probably like not all of the truths have ever came out because a lot of people have still kept quiet about it, you know? Well, there's also... So people said that like when his dad, Roland, was in charge, <laughs> his dad... um they said it was more peaceful and it was not like the way it was when Jeff took over. Mm-hmm. So, when Roland was in charge, like, they had, like, toys and, like, magazines and books. And when mm-hmm. Jeff became in charge, um, he, in quote, got rid of all worldly material. And, like, made the fathers go home and clean out their kids' toys, magazines, books. And they were only allowed to watch certain things on certain TVs with certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very like sketchy right so it's also hypocritical because how come it's okay for them to have these toys when the other people when there's a different leader but now there's another leader and jeff is in charge oh so that's not okay right it's just weird <laughs> well he was saying that it's like keeps them from what was that he said that like it basically shelters them so like uh-huh. he was saying like these uh, worldly materials needed to be banned because it's a bad influence on kids. But really, oh. it's just opening their minds up to all the possibilities that there are out there. Right. And, and that's part of his control. Yes. So he taught children, in quotes, dinosaurs had never existed and that men had never set foot on the moon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. This is like... He was, so he like was really like very controlling of what they could and couldn't believe and what they could and could do and yeah just wild. he forced people's wives to have group sex wow and wa- and record them and watch them that's insane yeah so he was like a cook basically yeah <laughs> yeah. I guess so. <laughs> well, yeah, he was. He's just a pedophile, like a sex addict. Sex addict is the best way to put it. It's insane. I don't understand how one Do person th- can change, like manipulate so many people. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe like he he was not really like a believer of the Mormon religion? One hundred percent. That maybe he was just a sex addict. I don't think he. I think. He saw at a really young age as a child that he can do whatever he wants to do and tell people all these things people would believe him. Mm-hmm. And he convinced himself that no matter anything that he says or anything that he do or tell people, people will do. Uh-huh. And like he, I think he convinced himself that whatever he thinks is the right way. Right. But I definitely, I believe he 100% knows that he's not. No, God's not speaking to him. Mm-hmm. You think he he was just doing it all for the fame and he just wanted aspects. to control people, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't think he really is Mormon. I mean, how can you? Like, you're very hypocritical. I bet there's actual Mormons who think Warren Jeff is 
awful. Yeah. There oh, are. For 100%. Sure. There's even polygamists that right. don't like them. Of course. Because there's other polygamists that it's not part of the Warren Jeffs. Right. Well, it's because. And they're great. like, oh my gosh, like that's a shame on us. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. It's, it's kind of like when somebody cries wolf and like, you know what I mean? Like that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if somebody was sexually abused and they just did it like for attention or whatever like it's, well, it's kind of like it's kind of like it sheds light on the bad or it sheds light in a bad way of like of not the people not believing them so well like, also it makes them look bad because here you have uh warren jeff who's a polygamist who's a pedophile and done all these bad things mm-hmm. So what when people hear about him, he they hear oh polygamy bad. Right. So all polygamists kind of get looked down upon like their mm-hmm. religion because everyone will hear polygamist and think Warren Jeff pedophile. Mhm. Have you ever heard about Scientology? No. It's basically a cult too. We, <laughs> we, we, we would, episode. We would, we would have idea. to we definitely have to look into it. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's pretty much a cult like a lot of celebrities oh my gosh i'm already there it. i'm in a it. a lot of celebrities uh got into it and like it was very like uh like you had to pay a lot of money to get into it and it was like very money driven you know what i mean like yeah it's definitely like cult like we're gonna have to talk about Scientology, but it's uh, it's we're writing that down on the list let's write it down right. <laughs> essentially it's a, in the kardashians a religion <laughs> But um, I'm not sure exactly what it entailed. But okay, it, it was so you know Hillsong? Hillsong? Hillsong. Hillsong, what's that? Guys, just to give you a little background, um, me and Dallas was raised in a very, very extreme religious community that were full of hypocrites. Because we have people who, cl- we were raised in a very religious community, and Dallas doesn't even know who Hillsong is. No. It's like the biggest church band in the world. Like church. They have like three locations, probably more. Justin Bieber, atten- celebrities attend this church. Mm-hmm. Hillsong? Yes. Okay. Okay, Anyways, that's going to be on. another episode for next <laughs> time. Well, thanks for listening to our podcast, Chaos and Mayhem, where we talk about all things chaos and mayhem with cults, fundamentalists, and conspiracies. Dallas, I hope you enjoy doing this with me. Absolutely. I hope we do multiple episodes again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hopefully you tune in next time. We plan on having an episode every Wednesday. Yep. Thank you guys for attending. Wait, we might take one Wednesday off and just do three three Wednesdays a month. Okay. So we can have a break. (laughs) Guys, follow our Instagram, Chaos and Mayhem Podcast, to stay updated with our latest episodes that we come out with and when we're posting. We might, we do a little behind the scenes on there. Okay. I just did a story of you eating chips earlier because I was right. having fun doing some ASMR on the microphone with the headphones. Which, by the way, who doesn't love ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone who listens to the podcast probably likes ASMR. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, I guess we'll. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you, guys.